Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey friend, it's Nicole, host of the Nicole Walters podcast. Here's where we laugh, we cry, and we grant ourselves grace as we do life together. Let's get started. Hey friends, so if you caught last week's episode, you know that I chatted a bit about one of the toughest things to hear as an adoptive mother. And if you listen to the episode, you know that it's the thing you never say. It's so difficult, but it ties in to, is it even possible to love children that are not biologically yours? And if so, how long does it take? And how do you even know that you're there? Does it affect your ability to parent? Can you add additional biological kids to the mix? I mean, hot button issue, you know, and uh, the thing that I also want to bring to it today, because, you know, we kind of unpacked that last week is at least in my personal situation is what does it look like if you're bringing a partner into the fold? Because I think a lot of us as mothers or aunties or sisters or friends can speak to sort of, gosh, I hate to say it, but that our natural hardwiring that can come with loving these babies, you know, but what does it look like if you get divorced and you meet someone new? What does it look like when you adopt a child, get divorced, and now you've got someone who is, what, two, three removed from biological parents having to come in the fold and love your kids? Well, if there's anyone who can speak to that, it's me. But not just me. It's me and my guy, Alex. So for our monthly chat, we have here today, Alex. Hello, I'm back. <laughs> You're back. I love having you. Everybody loves hearing from you and you have so much to offer. Thanks for being here. Of course. Of course. So, I mean, you already know about last week's episode because we talk about this, you know, and I transparently shared, you know, that you had, you know, some interactions and we've we've had interactions from people mm-hmm. in general kind of questioning how it was possible for you to have any sort of depth of affection is the best way I'll describe it. Right. You know, or be identified as a father figure, you know, to children that you just met, you know, or I mean, at this point, it's been year. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Plus, but children who have just come into your life mm-hmm. uh, that are tied to your fiance. So uh, I wanted to, you know, hear straight from the horse's mouth, you know, like because uh, you've been here before and talked about what it's like to date someone with children and, you know, kind of high level, but you've been at this parenting thing for a little bit now. And mm-hmm. um, I think it's fair, you know, for you to just sort of take the floor. And I guess let's start with uh, one, you know, for my friends who are out there with 
children and are divorced or co-parenting or whatever, what it's like coming into that. Like, cause you never expected to be a, the type of guy who would date someone who has kids. Yeah, no, no, that yeah. wasn't uh, something I was like aiming <laughs> to, yeah, do to do outright, sure. you know, sure. it just kind of happened. And, you know, and it's funny because I have multiple family members, mm-hmm. you know, who are step parents. So in your background and in your family, it's actually not that weird. It's really not. Yeah, and divorce I, also isn't that like completely unheard of in your family either. Yeah, like, there, there, there's divorce. There's um a couple of step parents in my family. Interracial relationships. Almost, almost all. Almost all <laughs> <laughs> interracial relationships. Right. Um, you know, there's we pretty much got them all covered in my family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And so, with that in mind, then when it came to sort of coming into it. Of course, it was something that wasn't an unusual concept to you, but right. we weren't seeking it out. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. Yeah. Is it, so I, I'm just, I'm asking, honestly, this just occurred to me. I did not even bring up this before, but I'm going to ask. And if you don't want to say it, I guess we could edit it out, but I'd love for you to leave it in. Uh, when you found out that I had kids, because that wasn't something I brought up on day one. Like it was something I led with. Right, right. Yeah. That's not like a, a chill icebreaker. Like, right, hey, right. I've got three adopted kids. Because people this put whole that situation. in their dating profiles. People put it. People put in their dating profiles. They say, "I'm a mom of three and kids," or whatever. They do. They feel yeah. the need to disclose that, and right. you know, like that's that's great. You right. know, and that kind of narrows down the field. Yeah, if indeed that is a thing, I think that I never disclosed it one because I wasn't necessarily certain that I was looking to like remarry, let alone like or to date, let alone remarry like right. heavily, you know. Right. But also I um, didn't disclose it because and I'm going to just say this. And I think the aunties will understand because they know they've known me longer than you have them my kids you know what i mean so like i'm going out here and dating i'll I'll, if you earn the privilege to even know they exist congratulations Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. and i think you know it now because you know how i am about my babies you know but like you need to earn the right for that for that for them to even be part of your world so don't worry about them yeah don't worry about them (laughs) i need to get to know you well enough to even determine if you get to know who my kids are you know so i mean that took a while i mean you didn't meet the kids for the better part of a year of Mm -hmm. us being together Mm because i was not and it's kind that. of a good way. To, I, I I guess it is kind of a good way to do it because then it's like, okay, you're focusing on like our. Is there even anything? Our inner right. Is there even anything there here? Even anything? And if there is, when we introduce this new element, is this still worth exploring? Do I care mm-hmm. this much, mm-hmm. you know, about you to like welcome in this other thing? And mm-hmm. the answer and know that was yes. Yeah, the answer know? was yes, but also there was no option. Like if it was a no, then it was a no. Right. Like package deal. Right, you know right, right, I mean? right. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So when you found out I had kids, I actually don't even remember. Maybe you do. I don't remember telling you. I don't remember the moment. I don't even remember how it came up. I don't even, I don't either. Yeah. To be honest. I don't really remember. I, I do think maybe I was talking about, because again, Nicole Walters comes with a ton of things. And I think I was just kind of sharing like, hey, just, you know, we already had the deal not to Google. That was already a thing. Right. And in full, yeah. and in full disclosure, which I've mentioned to you before, mm-hmm. I, you know, when I started finding out little bits, I was yeah. like, you know, who are you? Like, what, yeah. what's happening? You know, like, I don't understand. <laughs> and you just say all these amazing things so nonchalantly. And I'm like, what's up with this chick? Like, <laughs> you know, and then so I just, you know, I did do an initial Google search. Like a light Google. Like a light Google. Well, I, if you like Google me, the first thing that comes up is a family photo. I did tell you that I was divorced and I did tell you that like. Oh, and, oh it's because of the show. Right. That was it. Because of She's mm-hmm. the Boss. And mm-hmm. I saw, you know, the family pictures. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And, Mm -hmm. but yeah, so I started to read a little bit of that article Mm -hmm. and then I, but I think that wasn't how you found it. I think I mentioned I had kids. You might have, you might have mentioned that point, but I mean, I remember like I started to read and Mm -hmm. then I, I I stopped myself about a paragraph in. I was Mm -hmm. like, no, like I don't want to 
find out about you this way. You know, like I right. want to find out about you from you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if I read up on everything, what, what do we even have left to talk about? Well, I know well, everything and already. Also, <laughs> I mean, frankly, I think at that point we talked a little bit about like the drastic overhaul that was my life and what right. it looked like to have a fresh start, which if if you are catching up or listening to this episode, you know, kind of one off, I do want to encourage you to keep up with me on Instagram at Nicole Walters and also let you know that my book is um, available for pre-sale now everywhere books are sold, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, and is being published on October 10th. So if you grab a copy right now, that will catch you all the way up to speed, mm-hmm. including some of the behind the scenes. So it's called Nothing is Missing and you can grab that now. But you're right. Like I didn't give you the full primer. Right. You know, we kind of just dated like normal people. But, you know, I did tell you about my kids mm-hmm. and that it was important. And you knew that that was something that was like a non-negotiable. So I was clear about that. For part. sure. And I was, you know, I mean. I did was... you think, though, that that meant if I stay with this woman, I need to consider stepdad? Because I, I I don't know if it was even. Oh, 100%. You even knew what that would mean. Oh, and, oh, of course. I mean, I'm not, you know, like I, yeah. I know what that would mean and what it would lead to. I'm like, if I pursue this and I meet these kids, I'm like, I know it's no light thing meeting the child of of, right. of somebody you're dating. Like, that's a big deal because you don't want to bring a bunch of people in and out of their lives, like right. mess with them in that way. Well, you know how I am. Yeah, so, for sure. So it's like, if I had the intention of meeting them, that means I have the intention of staying. That's which I think was something you know? that we've talked about because I'm not leaving is such a huge theme. I talk about it in my book a lot. Not leaving when you are dealing with children who have trauma or children right. who have been through some of the things my kids have been through, like, you know, permanent figures is so important. Friends, I have been working on drinking more water. It is so hard. But upside in California, one of the things people do is they grab their water bottle and they take it with them everywhere. But what good is carrying your water bottle everywhere on your hot girl walks or while you're binging TV or keeping it by your bedstand if you don't use it, right? It's about everyday hydration, not just being high energy or being athletic. You always want to make sure you're keeping those numbers up. So, What I did was I grabbed Liquid IV. It is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And even better, it's now available in sugar-free. So it's got three times the amount of electrolytes as the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness. So it hydrates two times faster than water alone. They've got three flavors that are really good. My favorite one is green grape, but they also have white peach and lemon lime. So what I love about it is that I have these great individual packets and I can use those, throw them in my bag, keep some in the office, throw some in the car. And no matter what, if I'm going to get serious about my hydration, I can throw some into my water and amplify it so that it's going to really hit the spot. And friend, you know how I am about products that give back. A lot of the products that I use are so good about that. And Liquid IV is no different. They believe that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. Friend, real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Now, sugar-free. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code Nicole at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you use the promo code Nicole at liquidiv.com. That's liquidiv.com, promo code Nicole. Friends, you know that I am always on the go and 
with the speaking engagements and the book tour. Gosh, I'm going to be in and out of hotels. And it matters so much to me that I am moving my body, eating well and sleeping well. And with over 200 destinations around the world, Westin Hotels makes it possible for me to keep up my wellness routine while I'm traveling. So here's how I do it. I know that this sounds like a leap, but gosh, Weston has it figured out. So with Weston, I can work out the way that I want with a variety of fitness options to keep me going. So they've got top tier state of the art equipment in their Weston workout fitness studios. And they also have different groups that are run by the Weston's Run Concierge. It's a running guide who can help you explore local areas by going on a quick jog. But if you're like me, you want to do your own thing in your guest room. So they've got workout and recovery gear available on demand through Weston's gear lending program. Now, In between all of that, I got to admit, I'm eating a lot of room service, but that's okay at Weston because they have an eat well menu. It's designed with foods that make sure that you meet your nutritional needs. And my favorite part of it is I can choose what's right for me based on a desired portion size and nutritional balance. That is such a big deal when you're on the road and you can't get a home cooked meal, but they've got top chefs that are crafting dishes with my well-being in mind. And lastly, when it's time for me to rest my head on that pillow, I know I'm going to sleep well. I can recharge my body and mind with restorative sleep in Weston's renowned heavenly bed. That thing is like a cloud. I got to tell you that at Weston Hotels, there are amenities and offerings that are aimed to help you move well, eat well, and sleep well, so you can keep your well-being close while away. I want you to find wellness on your next day at Weston. Weston Hotels and Resorts is a part of Marriott Bonvoy, an extraordinary portfolio of hotel brands and an award-winning travel program. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hi, I'm Claire. And I'm Erica. We're the hosts of A Thing or Two. We are professional enthusiasts constantly on the hunt for the products, books, and trends that should be on your radar. And we share them with you every Monday, whether it's marinated olive oil we're putting on everything, a deep dive on pillows, or the fact that suddenly gas stoves are on everyone's outlist for 2023. We challenge the friends we invite on the show to bring their own favorite thingies too. Like when Ellen Van Dusen spilled about the IG account that's keeping her current with the youths. We also love a gift guide. We take listener questions, Dear Abby style, and tell you what to get your vegan minimalist co-worker or your sister-in-law who loves to hunt. So be sure to listen and follow A Thing or Two with Claire and Erica wherever you listen to podcasts. So... I'm going to kind of do a call out here just to be fair, even though you knew that being a stepdad would be on the table, you know, if you were going to pursue me in that capacity. Mm-hmm. Did you even have an idea of what that would entail, which is easier for you to speak to now that you've been doing it? But did you even have an idea? Like, because we all know and anyone who's dealt with, you know, finding a secondary relationship after co-parenting, navigating multiple children, older children, trauma, anxiety, transitions, all mm-hmm. of those things. Mm-hmm. Did you have any idea, even though you were saying, oh yeah, I knew I'd be a stepdad, but like, what did that mean to you? Oh yeah, I, I did not know. I had no, <laughs> I had, no, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I had some idea. Sure. I'm like, okay, you know, Allie is this eight years old. Right. And that probably you knew what means that age X, Y, and like. Z. Yeah. And this is, you know, like the thing. But 
No, I mean, like the day to day, I, you know, I didn't really know mm -hmm. that it also entailed that, like, you know, your daily schedule is dictated by this kid's life. Yes. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, stop I'm, living. <laughs> yeah, I, well, no, you don't stop living. No, that's we true. Still, no, we do no. keep living. That's we true. Keep, but keep, life goes on. Our babies are our priorities. Life finds a way. Life finds <laughs> a way. Yes. But the babies are a priority. Thank you, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff Goldblum. Life finds a way. <laughs> yes. No, but the babies are a priority. They're, they're what we focus on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And mm -hmm. it's like everything revolves around them. I wake mm -hmm. up the time that I wake up in the morning so I can accommodate her schedule, get her to school. Mm -hmm. You know, we were talking about how we split up our yeah, duties. Yeah, that's you know, true. So like, let's talk about what stepdadding looks like now, I guess, since you do it. And I just to be transparent, y'all, it is so weird for me to say stepdad. I'm not going to lie. And it must be, I don't know if it's weird for you to hear, you know, like. I'm, no, I mean, I've been yeah, doing it for Almost two years yeah, now. Yeah, right, I mean, right. In some way, shape, in, or form. In some way, shape, yeah. or form. So know. it is weird, but I guess it's just, it's weird. Maybe it's, and this is, you know, maybe a little bit of a feel, but the reason why it feels weird to me to say is, you want to talk about things I never expected to have to say? Like, right. not a figure I ever thought I would have in my life. Because, you right. know, I, you know me. I Like, it's why you want to marry me. I'm all in on marriage. Like, I love it, you know? So I can't even believe I'm at a place where, you know, I have these babies. That was one of the biggest things in conversation. Actually, no, I think I've talked about this in earlier episodes this season, the guilt that I feel, the mommy guilt of knowing that I've had to like dismantle their lives and start over, you know, but also the joy that I feel that Allie has this incredible, incredible male role model in her life. Yeah. You know? I mean, we, you know, we were, we were talking about that. Um, yeah. Like I, I feel so like, you know, privileged and just like, I feel the weight of, the, the responsibility mm -hmm. of being a person, a kid's role model for yeah. what a man is. Yeah. Because I have this kid looking up to me and I am the daily example of a man. In, in her, her formative in her, years. Too. In her formative years. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and so like the weight of that is not lost on me. Oh, and of course. So, I know that and, for sure. And, yeah. and so I'm very careful about a lot of the things that I do and the way that I show up every day because mm -hmm. I Towards want, her and towards me. Yeah, both. Yeah both because yeah. you know she needs to know what a good partner looks like so and what does that mean to you like what you know for my friends out here who are saying like look you're right like i care a lot about who i'm especially with i mean honestly it's not even about girls or boys because if it's a son it's shaping how he's going to treat his future you know girl and then you know if it's a girl it's going to how she's how she's going to treat her future partner or seek out so what right. does that mean for you when you're because i know how you show me affection i have really you know, in my years of experience, you know, I have and I talk about in the book, my different romantic partnerships as mm -hmm. well as parental relationships have really formed what I thought men were, you know, and being with you, that was and this is we're about to get real real. I'm going to say uh, something that I typically don't say, but, um, you know, that is an element of, you know, my partnership, you know, terminating before was because it was really important to me that my girls saw a relationship that was filled with love mm -hmm. and we didn't have that. You know, and I think that's something that I don't think he'll disagree with at all, you know, is that we just did not have what I felt at least would be a great example for my daughters, particularly in their formative years, right. you know, of a partnership. Yeah. And it's and it's funny because you can like, tell that story. I can see it on your face like, of you know, a time that Allie called us out. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. You can see it. That's exactly where my brain was going. going. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's so it's funny, you know, like so Nicole and I were in a fight i don't even remember what it was I about i have no idea what it was about it was, but we were yeah. we had a disagreement yeah. it was a little tense mm -hmm. and you know we weren't like it's not there wasn't a screaming match or anything but yeah we were just, no we were it was just, something that we were stuck on we that were just we were stuck not on and we were just like a little yeah. you know little, like i'm not feeling you right now get up on my it, face like, yeah and, yeah 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 and then i was just like and the contrast to our norm <laughs> is what the it's very affection is. and silly mm -hmm. and all that stuff and so i was just like 
I had to go to work and I was like, all right, I got to go. I was like, bye. See you later. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, normally when we when we kiss, mm -hmm. normally when you leave, it's an event. It's well, like 15 kisses before the door. Right, I but, can't believe you're leaving. But yeah, so, <laughs> so first of all, when we normally kiss, Allie's just like, ew, like, guys, can you stop? Like, you know, cut like, it out. Like, Ugh. total, like, kid, kid <laughs> Like, 11-year-old, you know. But it was funny. In this instance, where she's used to us showing affection and doing this stuff, and I just left without kissing by. Mm -hmm. Or started to leave. Or I started mm -hmm. to leave. And she, and she was just like, what? Well, she's like, what are you doing? You're not doing the the smoochy smooth? <laughs> she was not having it. She was like, she's yeah. like, cut it out. She was put mm -hmm. off. And it was funny mm -hmm. because, you know, they are paying attention. They're like, paying attention. They're paying attention. They're and paying even though attention. they're like, oh, that's gross. They love to see it because they, they like do. to see us happy. She said that to me the know? other day. We were getting onto the freeway and she was like, you know, mom, I can tell that you and Alex really like each other. And I was like, oh. And she was like, yeah, you know, she was like, at least you guys speak the same language, which, you know, is the way that I put for her, con the con contextualizing divorce that, right. you know, it's not that there's a bad person or a good person or someone did something or didn't because she's a baby and that is not her business, right. you know. But, um, you know, I've just told her like, you know, sometimes adults don't speak the same language. You got to find someone who communicates with you, the, you know, the way that works for you. And so she was like, I can tell you guys speak the same language. And I was like, oh, really? How's that? And she was like, well, you and dad weren't all smoochy smoochy, but man, you and Alex are uh, smoochy smoochy all the time. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, and it's like, it's it's cute. cute, but it also, gosh, if it doesn't register the importance of, you know, like I have so many friends, you know, and some of some are listening right now who are like, girl, I cannot bring myself to date after that breakup, after that, whatever, the, you know, the dating pool is filled with pee. I'm not trying to do it. You know, they're really not into it, but there also is something to be said for your kids being able to see you loved well. Like that's part of it. You it know? goes a long way. And it's, that's the example of mm -hmm. what to expect from your, from your partner. So when she starts dating, you know, like mm -hmm. we talked about, she's going to know the things to look for. Absolutely. Like, and she says that like the other day when I um, remember we came home and our door was slightly cracked and yeah. we were like, what even happened? It was a wind or so. I don't know. But remember I was like, oh no. And you saw me like, you were like, you guys stay back. I'm going to walk through the house. You yeah, know? the, door, and you the, made us the front out. door was a little open. We were like, wait, did you forget to close it? Did you forget? It was that it, weird it was just, feel. It was like, wait, what? Yeah. And then, you know, I just did like a walkthrough. Yeah, no, but you the... were like, stay outside the house, get to the back. I don't even know if you realize your energy. You were like, because uh, we had just picked up Allie from school. So it was me and Allie. You were like, stay in the back, stand over here, do right. not move. I also whatever. wasn't going to be, I also, I was, you know, I don't want to like overdo it because I don't want to make yeah, a Yeah, you didn't want us anything. to freak out. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? But, but you were like, I'm not playing stand here. You right, know, and I was like, right, okay. Right. And so I remember I was there with Allie and I'm looking at her and I was like, yeah, you know, Alex is just going to walk through the house just to make sure everything's fine, but I'm sure everything's fine. But it was funny because she like gets real quiet for a second while you're walking through the house. And then all of a sudden she looks at me and she's like, Alex is a good guy. And it wasn't a, it was one of those, you know how you say something out loud, but it's like a thought, you know? And I was like, oh, okay. You know, I was like, well, why, what makes you say that? And she was like, because he goes in front of us. <laughs> and like, it's such a loaded and wise statement for such a little human. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But it's an, it was just another validation point of, God, I'm so glad she's getting these little downloads into her body as she starts going to decide her partnership. So in talking about that and talking about adoptive love, you know, like and the importance of, you know, these experiences and like why, you know, I'm grateful to have you in the world, you know, one way or another, like you were going to come into our world. Like that's how it is. So let's talk a little bit about what that means for you in terms of sort of, gosh, and I hate using this word, but it's used often accepting Allie as your own. Right. Right. Because you accept her. You, we, What we've just been talking about is accepting her as my daughter and part of the package. But there's another level that I think all moms 
worry about and want, you know, which is when I'm away or should something happen to me or as we add to our pack, you know, this is your baby and we are all a unit. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. Your yeah. feels around it. If you agree with that, if you know, what does that mean to you? Yeah, I mean, I do. I, I mean, I act every day. I mean, I'm not acting, but like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I, I move forward through the day with the knowledge that like, this is my stepdaughter. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean? this is like my kid now, mm -hmm. you know, and I do love her. Mm -hmm. Like she is a great, great. She's kid. easy to love. I She's feel bad. Like, listen, y'all, if y'all have kids who are biters, okay, if you have kids <laughs> who are out here throwing stuff, okay, and acting out, they may be a little bit more, people right. may need to warm up. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But and all, it, all babies deserve you know, love. This is, you know? this is maybe a good point to mm -hmm. say, you sure. know, the thing. So, like I had a interaction with a friend and, and thank you for sharing this. Cause I know that this was yeah, a, this, it's still this a sore point. Yeah. yeah. I, it, this had me feeling type of way for, for a minute. Yeah. But I had a friend, we, we were at work and mm -hmm. I was like, Oh yeah. Ali started, you know, middle school. Mm -hmm. I was like, it's such a trip. Like, it's just so crazy. You know, it's really cool. And then he, you know, and he's, he's like, well, you're acting like you like, you know, raised her and or, or like it's your kid from birth or like I, I forget what the exact comment was, mm -hmm. but it was like, you know, to the effect that I'm not her birth, you know, bio dad. And you're or you're not entitled to feel I'm, like I'm not entitled to feel pride or whatever. Like it's like it's like it was fake pride. I don't know what the or what, misplaced what the in, or whatever inference mm -hmm. was like. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But I'm like, why can't I feel pride and love for this kid? I'm like, I, I mean, I knew that I love you. Three months in is when mm -hmm. we started. I Listen, mean, like, people it was have quick. arranged. I said this last episode. People care. have arranged marriages after never meeting somebody, you know, and they're like, you know, and they've been married 43 years and right. you're committing to merge your income. Look, the Brits used to ship wives. Okay. Back and forth to marry them to Kings. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, and yet here we are. Friend, I have a growing girl. This is an announcement. This is the realness. She is eating me through, okay, through my wallet and through my house. And I got to tell you, it's important that as she's growing, she's getting good stuff in her system, but I still got to protect my budget. And Thrive Market is my go-to for all my organic grocery and household essentials. Plus, the convenience of getting it all quickly shipped to my doorstep is a huge time saver. As a Thrive Market member, I save money on every single grocery order. Y'all, I'm not kidding. It's a big deal. I save over 30% each time. Now, not only does Thrive Market save me money, which y'all is so important in this economy. I mean, every dollar matters, especially when you have teenage girls. There's a million things to pay for. But they also save me time, which is so important. They have filters on their website or the app. You can use the app. There are over 70 filters. So you can literally just go right in there and say, look, I need certified gluten-free snacks or I need non-toxic cleaning essentials. And it allows me to curate my own shopping experience with just the click of a button. And I know whatever I'm getting back is going to have high quality ingredients, great sourcing methods or any dietary restrictions that are necessary, because frankly, these kids are changing up what they need any given day. And you know how I feel about companies that give back. When you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one for one membership matching program. It's so simple. You join and they give. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today. 
and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash Nicole for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash Nicole. Thrivemarket.com slash Nicole. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I knew... I knew pretty soon in that I was going to commit to you for my, you know, like forever Mm -hmm. and that I loved you Mm -hmm. and that that was going to be that. Yeah. So why can't, so why can't I feel the same thing for this kid? You know, it's crazy because I, you know me, I'm very team grace and I understand people's perspectives. I get it on some levels. Like I get people wanting to question maybe it's our natural protective nature around children, you know, on some level where it's like, Ooh, too much affection, too close, or let's just be careful. Like I can understand where someone may say that, or even as a bio, you know, to play devil's advocate, you know, the other side out here, the biological parent saying, look, I hormonally understand parenting on a level. And if he hasn't had this thing, like people talk about how, when they held their kid for the first time, or they saw that delivery, it transformed them. Neither of us honestly know what that is. Right. So right. And I, that is an experience that we have not experienced. Yet, and I'm yet, yet. You better, you better yet that yet, for the Lord. Yet. yet okay. Yet. You know, so yet, however, so I don't want to take away whatever that is. However, I do think that, how can that exist in context with phrases of love at first sight or when you know, you know, you know, like how can that exist towards two humans, you know, and keeping in mind also that like our kids are interactive. They can say, I love you back. They can say, I don't like this. Like we have older children. Right. You know what I mean? Right, so it's right. one of those things where it's like, it's just interesting. Our family gelled. When I saw how you were with Allie and how Allie responded to you, for me, that made you in even more. You know what I mean? When I saw how you responded to me as a mother, because I'm crazy, I'm not sane as a mom, and you weren't put off by that, you know, like, because I'm obsessed with my babies, like that was, it brought us closer together. Right. Well, I say say it all the time. I'm like, well, that, you know, it wasn't a put off because, you know, with a lot of couples, you have to evaluate and be like, oh, you would make a great mother. People don't do that. That's the problem. You know, but <laughs> I didn't do that. But <laughs> you know I, what I mean? And I didn't and I didn't do that either because yeah. I didn't have to because I got to actually see it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Well, have you're to. the guy I always joke. You like to look up the, the dish of food before you order it at the restaurant. I do. And you know what it looks like before <laughs> I commit to eating it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm like, all right, I, you know, I got to see yeah. the dish. Yeah. I got, I got yeah. to see you as a mom. I didn't have to guess that it was.
was going to be good. Right. I saw that it was going to be good. And, and, and that's by how extension, I know. <laughs> parenting, you know, like a lot of people say, like, you know, you marry like it's just interesting the context of how long does it take to love you know because right like what's the minimum what is the amount what is the time so can he be a dad for a year can he be a dad for 90 days does he have to help her go through chemo does he have to help her with her first boyfriend does he have to show up and beat up a boy like what is what is the checklist for him to be allowed to love a child like his child is his own i mean not even just to love the child but to consider yourself a father like right you know like because you can you can love something but not be like great father. Listen, you know that is mean? a huge fact. Like because I've talked about that transparently. I did a chat two episodes ago where I talked about our kids bio mom who you've met, mm-hmm. you know, and um you've actually met with my kids bio mom more than I think other male figures have in her life, you mm-hmm. know, and I don't talk about her publicly ever. You know what I mean? And she 100%, you know, could see the dynamic you know, and to have her sign off on feeling comfortable, you know, when she's been in our life the whole time right. is a big deal, right. you know? So, I mean, you know, I was questioning, I was like, what is the measurement of what a father mm-hmm. is? Is it, is it if I, you know, wiped her when she was a baby? Mm-hmm. Does that make me a father? Mm-hmm. Because there's a plenty of bio dads out there who have never taken on that responsibility. Not one. Not one. Ask me how many diapers Donald Trump has changed. Right. He has like five kids. You but know what no I mean? There's no question. That's, that's the That's dad. his kid. He's still the father. He's and then it's and then it's like, how many baseball games has he been to? How many? You know what I mean? But then it's also like he's trained and raised up his kids, you know, in other ways. So does that make him more of a dad? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, what what are the definitions, you know, of what a dad is? And why can't we define them for ourselves? If right. I'm OK with it, you should love it. You right. know what I mean? I'm like, yes, there is a thing to being the bio dad where it's like this sure. came from me. Sure. Like, like you said, like giving birth, like you can't take that away. I don't from- want and I would never want to. You know, because I don't even know. I'm not right. qualified and to I'm, speak to and that. I don't know either. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sure that is a whole other thing. For sure. But what I what I do know is that being a father is just showing up and doing the best that you can for this kid and, and prioritizing always caring him. and prioritizing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've tried to do. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. But then also you I know? think the other part of it is, you know, at least in our relationship, right? Because I really can't speak to other people. I know for a fact in watching you, you know, develop as a father, I don't even want to say become a father because I think your nature of being a father and a parent existed before my kid. You know, it's that is part of why I'm ready to have children with you is because your nature of being a father is is internal. You know what I mean? Like you you nurture and you father. And I've said this about my girl squad. I've seen you father your friends like and I don't mean that in a like, you know, sunning them or, you know, like that sort of thing. I mean, like you have fathered them in listening to them, nurturing them, loving them well and providing that firm, you know, discipline or stern guidance or redirection. It's your nature. That moral compass. That moral compass. (laughs) They call you the moral compass of the group, you know, and that reliability, you know, that accountability. Like, I mean, you're you're the friend that people call saying, hey, can you pick up my mom from the airport? Because they know you're good for it. You know what I mean? Like you're the one who will say, look, I'm saying I love you on the phone. I love you, bro. Whether you like it or not, I'm saying it, you know, like that's how you are. So it's one of those things where, you know, watching you develop as a father, you know, and learn the role, I'm, I am really learning a lot about parenting. You know, it's not, it's so much of it isn't that checklist, obviously, you know, because you do pickups, you do drop-offs, you do nurturing, but we also hand off for her, her growth. So like you handle like social situations for the most part, you know, you handle things like some of the silliness, the activities, you know, but like talking through her with those things. And I do a lot of the like self-worth, the girl stuff, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, like with that. But we also tag team, 
that's part of it too. Yeah. I mean, I've tackled some of that stuff when, you know, like you if are, I'm working, traveling, working, whatever. Traveling, I mean, cause with kids, Lord knows life stuff comes up. Yeah. You know? It just comes up and you, and you deal with it. And absolutely. I try to show up the best way I can to, absolutely. you know, handle that stuff. But it's like, you know, that's why that comment, you know, it, from my friend really, you felt it. I felt it and yeah. it really rubbed me the wrong way because yeah. it was it felt like it was kind of diminishing my role or turning at, it into something comparative, which I think is really tough. For, right. My love my like like my dwarfs. love for her mm-hmm. could not compare to the love I have for my children, you right. know, which because also and this begs the question, then we're going to have a child, you know, or two who knows, you know, and if we have our own children. The idea that even the prospect or the notion that someone would think I would love my biological children more than I love my children that I've at this point, you know, loved, raised and thought would be my only kids I'd ever have. Like, I can't even wrap my head around. I do think the same way that you have different relationships with each child, I will have a different relationship with those children. You know, I anticipate that. And I think that that is healthy and natural because God forbid you're the parent who treats all your kids as if they're the same. Not every kid needs the same, you know, like they grow at different rates. One is going to eat solids at five months. Another is going to eat solids at six, you know, like, and the idea that you're like, nope, it's five months on the clock. It's a Monday. Start shoving solids in them. That is not parenting, right? You know, you got to see your own child and meet them where they are. So I, I acknowledge that to be the case. But the the notion that I would love my bio babies with you more than I would love, I can't even, I can't even. If that's the case, then they can't go out into the world because I would, they let them even get a scratch, okay? I'm setting some on fire. Like I wouldn't even, if it is possible to love those babies more, okay? Are you kidding me? I know. It's wild. But how does that feel for you to know that we're going to have our own children but love wise, you know, I'm going to see them as the same. Is that weird for you? No, I think that's the way it should be. I mean, mm-hmm. you've had these you've had these kids a long time. And mm-hmm. I mean, the amount of stuff that you've gone through with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, the bond that you guys have now. I mean, it's they're the babies. They're my babies. <laughs> I, I, mean, to, I mean, literally, yeah. your heart, soul, your blood. Like yeah. it's it's in there, yeah. you know. I mean, we talk about some of the uh, measure of love being in experiences as well, you know, and I think that sometimes people don't realize because maybe with their bio kids in a conventional relationship with the parent, you know, of both of them and you're not co-parenting, you haven't dealt with divorce. And those of y'all listening who have dealt with divorce know where I'm going with this. You know, there are things that you deal with in this world, you know, co-parenting style and all that. And management you have to do with the child's well-being that boy if you can make it through that you you have a bond you know Mm -hmm. it's almost like you get these bond amplifiers in certain moments that people don't understand because frankly as a bio parent you never had to go through it you know what i mean there are things you like i adopted three kids with pre-existing trauma you know i had these babies where i've literally gone through chemotherapy you can't you can't tell me after watching my child fight for her life, you know, and and there are some moments I've never spoken about anywhere, but I've written about in the book because I could not, I, I frankly, I can't talk about them out loud. I mean, you know, even mm-hmm. now I can't talk about them out loud without bursting into tears, just thinking about it, you know, so. I mean, I know most of the story and, you know, I, yeah. and I mean, and I was, you know, I read it. Yeah, you read the book. Yeah, I read, cover I, to cover. I read yeah. the book cover to cover and I mean, it had me like, oh man. Yeah. I mean, there was some stuff I didn't know. Yeah. And that, you know, what I mean? yeah. or like descriptive elements descriptive of it. elements yeah. and certain details. I was like, wow, like I, you never told me. Right, you know, right. I, I had to ask you. I was like. And I was like, because yeah. I can't say it out loud. It's just too hard. You know right. what I mean? Some of these things are too hard. And so having, you know, 
been in the room and I mean, I have, and I'll, I talk about it in detail, the circumstance in the book, but I have looked at my daughter dying and I have offered up my own blood because I'm a blood match for her, you know, and said, take this, you know, take it from me. You know what I mean? I don't care if it kills me, like whatever, you know what I mean? Do whatever you got to do, save her life, you know? And the idea that anyone would question or say like, yeah, well, you really love her in, in, in at the 10 year mark. You're really her mom, you know? Right. Like what? who puts a stamp on it this many years equals now you're allowed to love. Like, it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like there's been, it's been a very eventful time. Oh yeah. The time and that we've been together right now, the transition, this is one of, for our major, for, major transition. Well, for Allie, especially. So my older one yeah. has had her own bucket of things. My middle one has had her own bucket of things. But for Allie, this is the biggest yeah, I thing mean, that has happened in her I life. I mean, you know, her, you know, leaving, leaving Atlanta, yeah. moving across the country. Yeah. I mean, you know, the whole, the divorce stuff, like All it's just, stuff. It's, it's a lot, a, it's a lot on a kid. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've been there for all like, of it, all of it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, mm -hmm. and now, and, and she is so well adjusted and doing so, so, so well. well. And, and, and I don't like you. anybody telling me that I can't express any pride or love that I have for a kid knowing what she's been through and doing and excelling. Ooh, not you getting spicy. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, no, I am proud and I love that kid. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can't tell me otherwise. Yeah, you're right. You're like, listen, don't you try to come for it. Because right. it's true, though, because also, again, being in those day to day moments, people don't know what we've been through, you know, with that. Right. And there is, I think, honestly, the, the number one feeling is pride. We're so dang proud of her. We're so proud of her. Like, right. But it's and it's also like, hmm. I'm not my expression of pride and love is not to take away from anyone else's pride that's it's right. not it's not it's you know it's like oh well i dealt with this hard well i don't it's not the pain olympics you yeah, know right. it's not yes the, you heard me it's not suffering olympics it's that's not, not it's a not, thing and it's not the love olympics that's it's, right it's it's like you love your kids i, I love, love my kids that's right <laughs> you know that's exactly right so what comes next then right you know like so how does one deal with that you know because i know that as a public figure who has had these kids and people who are new to the picture may not understand everything, right? Like there's this phrasing that's always used on the internet with randomly in different spaces. I don't know. There's something about it that just doesn't seem quite right. You know, like the conspiracy theorist mm -hmm. sentence, you know, and people always think that that means that they've picked up on something magically, intuitively, you know, that other people don't see it. They don't ever think it means that maybe something's wrong with them <laughs> and that they're applying their own trauma to whatever visual element. It's always got to be that they've got some magic mojo. Right? right. You know, and so people people will say that about me. People have said that about my marriage. They have said that about you, you know, that, oh, I don't know. Something doesn't seem quite right. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of times people don't realize that what you're what you may be detecting is that there are things you don't know. There are things you don't know and you are not entitled to, you know, but that and the they love never is real. will and they never will. And the love is real. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like we have survived it, you know, and it's we're really proud of it. But all that being said, as a gosh, twice removed dad, mm. you know, to this sweet, sweet baby, what would you tell someone who is one for we're going to two first in your situation mm -hmm. who might be listening to this, you know, was passed on by one of the aunties saying, look, like. I get that this is who you are. I want you to hear some of these thoughts, right? What would you say to that guy stepping in who has to play this role? What does he need to know, you know, about showing up completely and the responsibility and weight of it? I mean, if you are the kind of guy that frequently tries to just do the right thing, then you won't, I mean, you won't really need to try that hard. Mm. Like it will come naturally. And if you're not that kind of guy, 
then I mean, either you work on it or maybe you're just not meant to be there. Like, <laughs> like get a, get away from there. Like get yeah. away from there and don't and don't play around if you're not there for real. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you are there for real, then you you know, you got to come. You got to I mean, you got to commit because coming into a kid's life and then being all like kind of wishy washy about it is very harmful. It's harmful. And you know what I mean? So don't firsthand. even don't even meet the kid. Don't even become integrated in any way unless you are fully intending on being there for real. That's good. You know, that's good. But just be there, show up and just do just do the right things. That's so good. So then what advice would you have then for family members, friends, people from the outside who are watching the person that they know sort of enter this circumstance and, you know, develop into a dad or, you know, deal with other kids and all of that? You know, how should they respond, you know, in terms of like what support solutions, perspectives, whatever, how should they respond what would you look for? What response would you be looking for? Like for my family? Yeah, not just your family, family, friends. I mean, because you had this experience, you mm-hmm. know, and I mean, we'll be transparent also like, you know, when Father's Day came around, you know, one of the things that we commonly heard was, oh, we didn't realize you were a father, you know, like not in a rude way, but yeah, they were, no, you know, because it was your first Father's even, Day, you know. It didn't even register for them mm-hmm. because maybe they just haven't, you know, seen it or experienced it well, as much. Well, we didn't but- have the pregnancy, the whatever, you know, all the things that typically come with people get nine, 10 months to adjust to someone becoming a father, you right. know. and but, but for quite some time, I've mm-hmm. been, you know, living my daily life with this kid and her schedule as my, you know, the top priority. Mm-hmm. And, and protecting her life and her heart and her mind and her soul and all the things and, you know, teaching things that I can and, mm-hmm. you know, all, all the good things. But I don't know for my family, you know, they didn't realize it, but it wasn't because they didn't count me as that. Right. They even admitted they're like, we just didn't think about it because I'm also like the baby of the family. Yeah. It's a so, no, yeah. so it's so yeah. it's it's different for them to think of me in that capacity, mm-hmm. you know, but once they did realize it, they didn't have. There were no qualms, no issues. They're like, of course, why didn't we think of that? It didn't take long for For them to come around to the idea because they're like, oh, yeah, I guess like you have been doing that, Mm -hmm, you know, and that mm -hmm. is this. So So what (laughs) would you seek then or what would you advise family members and friends who are listening who may have said things like, wow, I'm kind of surprised that you feel this close to the kid or wow, you know, are you sure you're really a father? Because let's be honest, you've had friends who've come over and said, how's it going with the kid? Like people people Mm -hmm. do carry a lot of assumptions that because it's important work. You know, it's an important role, but people assume that because it's so important and kids are like a wild variable that it must be difficult or right. hard Also, it's not traditional. It is. And it's non-traditional. But people really assume like, oh, my God, older kids, they're probably like, we hate you. You're not our real dad. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, no, I didn't. And I didn't have to deal with any of that. And I was very lucky, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't know, in terms of the family and friends, you know, just support them in their decisions that they're making. And, you know, if they ask for support, just. Give it to them. Yeah. And hold them accountable. I think that's a big and, one. And, and holding, you know? them, holding them accountable is a big one, too. Because mm-hmm. I think that for some people, they may not realize that it is an adjustment period, you know, to have to see yourself as that dad. And they will make mistakes. Alex, you made mistakes early on. Not a lot. I This is, again, I think I've said it here before I say it to everyone. One thing I love about you is you are team. I will make that mistake one time. And you will never do it again. You know what I mean? Like you are so like I learn and apply. um, And you also don't usually make huge mistakes, which is so God, that is such a blessing. (laughs) But like, you know, like you've had and when I say the mistake, I'll just can I just say it like you you said that you would accept a responsibility of like making a phone call and checking in because I wasn't able to do it because Mm -hmm. I was on set filming Mm -hmm. a TV show. And then you were and then you missed the time. You know what I mean? And I was like and. 
because I am the mom that I am and I take my kids so seriously, I literally like went off on you. I was like, listen, don't if you can't do it. And every single mama knows exactly what I'm about to say. If you can't do it, don't say you going to do it. You know what I mean? Like I will like because this is my baby and we don't play around with letting my it's one thing to right. let me down, but now my kids and like. I remember your face when I said that to you. You were like, oh, she's going to murder me. Like, oh, I felt so bad. I felt so bad. Yeah. You were like, oh, no, like she's not playing with these kids and I have right. to. And at that point, you know, it was, you know, earlier into stepping into this mm -hmm. role. So it definitely it wasn't, was super early. It was super, oh, it was super early, early. So it was just like I didn't understand the gravity. Like of we didn't what, have Allie enrolled in school. Like it wasn't even on that level. Yet, yeah. You know? Yeah. It was just you kind of really stepping in to be helpful. It wasn't you were hardly in a stepdad role at that point. But right. But it was also even though it was a, also it was a small thing. It was establishing trust and establishing that I am reliable to do the things that I say I'm going to do. That's right. And, you know, that's like a big thing for me that I mm -hmm. want to do that. Sometimes, you know, sometimes stuff happens mm -hmm. and, you know, we learn from them. Right, right, right. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. Nobody's but, perfect, of course. But, um, but that's you, your core moral character, like 100 percent. Yeah. And, it, and when that happened, I mean, I was like, look, like, I don't know what you think you're doing here, but, you know, we got babies, you right. know, or not we. I've got babies. And, right. you know, this is what it looks like when you flex and forget on me. It's one thing when you flex and forget on my kids. It's another story. And I will never compromise on my babies there mm -hmm. is one level with them and that is excellence you know and when i said that you're like i understand i get it and you have never let me down since you know and i thank you for that and i thank you on behalf of the girls for that because it's yeah because i don't want to let you, you know. down then and i don't want to let the girls down either you yeah. know and so i just try to show up best i can and you, you know do. and i love them and, that's, and then that's that i do and anyone who questions it is um you go kick rocks. That's right. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And uh, you're the greatest. And so it's always good to have you here. I appreciate you. Pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to be yeah, here. You know, I just, it's so Gosh, good to have you the here. Energy, the energy is just so. <laughs> Friends, if you are holding back on having a relationship, if you are saying to yourself, gosh, I don't know if I can find the right guy out there. And I just, you know, do not want to compromise what the experience could be for my babies. I want to let you know that love works both ways. You know, it not only can provide you an opportunity to be loved well yourself, but it can provide an example, you know, for your daughters to be daughters and sons to love well in the future and be loved well. So I just encourage you to maybe give it a shot, open up your heart, but don't compromise on your standards and what you deserve because um, I think there may be more Alex's out there. And if so, you definitely deserve one. Another great chat. Oh, I love spending time together. Now I need you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review because I love hearing from you. And then come hang out with me on Instagram at Nicole Walters. I'll be back here next week and I hope you are too. See you there, friend. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.